Welcome to Talking Retail, a podcast for the retail industry. My name is Rufus Parkinson, president of StarMe. On Talking Retail, you will find my colleagues and I in conversation with interesting personalities from the global retail sector, chatting about trends, challenges, technology, innovation, and much, much more. Enjoy the podcast. Today, I'm very excited to have Silvia Vanni join us all the way from Tuscany. Sylvia is the founder of Share My Bag, a venture that's been going for a few years now, which is really focused on sustainable and the rental market. And I'm really interested to find out more about that as we go through the conversation, as well as her views more broadly on the sustainability drive within the fashion, retail and industry at the moment, where some of the challenges are and some of the opportunities. So once again, welcome. And maybe just to kick off, it would be great if you could share a little bit about Share My Bag. Yes, of course. First of all, thank you so much for inviting me. It's really a pleasure to talk about Share My Bag and sustainable fashion and what we are doing to, to join this big mission, this big global mission. Uh, so I'm Silvia Vanni, I'm Italian. I studied in marketing, so my career uh, started in the marketing of the fashion business. And I worked first in Italy and then abroad, uh, Dubai and New York, where I had the idea of Share My Bag. So Share My Bag is a sharing economy platform for fashion rental, a kind of Airbnb of fashion. A lot of media <laughs> define us the Airbnb of fashion. And our goal is to create a global platform, a global community where women can share with each other what they already own in their wardrobes and they don't use every day. In this way, we want to promote 100% circular fashion. This is very important because when uh, we talk about fashion waste and sustainable fashion, usually the market is more focused on the production phase that of course is very important, but we have also to think about what happened to all that products that are already out in the market, that we already bought, that we already own. So with Sherman Bag, we can give them a longer life value. So I have to ask, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. How did you come up with the idea originally, Sylvia? Yeah, it was very natural, I would say, because I didn't plan to become an entrepreneur, to open my own company. I was in New York with my marketing career, but one day I found myself in front of my wardrobe full of things, but at the same time, I felt like I had nothing to wear. So I thought, okay, there, there's something wrong with this. Uh, why we have all these products, but at the same time, we feel like we have nothing to wear. It's very common for women. Consider that women wear on a regular basis just 20% of their wardrobe. And this is because of the fast fashion. The fast fashion created this new consumption model defined as the wear it once culture. It means that we are used to buy products with a small price. So sometimes we are in the idea of saying okay i i paid this product just a few euro a few dollars so if i wear it once twice and then i throw it away it's fine but of course this is so wrong as a big impact in the environment because fashion industry is the second most polluting industry in the world so i realized this and i thought okay, I want to stop buying a new product every time I have a business meeting, a business event or a party celebration. I would like to do something that I used to do in my own hometown that I used to borrow clothes from my best friends. 
from my sister, my cousin. And it's something that women do since their teenage. So I started to make some searches. I realized that there was something about fashion rental that was rented the runway. That is, of course, a global, very important company. But there was nothing for peer-to-peer. So I decided to leave my (laughs) wonderful job in New York that I really loved. But I felt so motivated to follow this inspiration and this idea It was three years ago, so no one was talking about sustainable fashion yet. Uh, But I really thought it was something very um, important and necessary to change our consumption habits. So I left everything and I I came back to Italy where I wanted to develop the project to then go back to New York to launch it. So I think that's very courageous in that you took that move at the time. Uh, You saw an opportunity, but I have to ask, was the... Was the consumer ready for it then? And how has that changed over the last few years? Yeah, it changed a lot. At that time, the consumer was not ready yet, but it was fine because actually creating the company, the platform was a pretty long process because I wanted to be sure to invest a lot in technology and to create a platform that could allow women to be 100% independent uh, inside the, uh, our web app. So I had to find the right partners to develop the project and uh, study at the best the business model. And we just, we did a small market test just before the pandemic uh, in New York. We did a small launch. It was really very positive because I think that the American market is much more open to the idea of sharing. But I have to be honest, during this year of pandemic, the approach to the importance of sustainable fashion changed a lot all over the world and also in countries like Italy that I thought they were not be- they were not ready yet. So I'm really glad about this and we took this year of pandemic to perfection our technology. Uh, we are working on a new side of the project that will involve also the big fashion brands, the most important luxury fashion brands and we will launch next autumn so so i mean we've seen what's happened with companies like depop and they they exploded and became huge yeah. over a very short period of time although they've been around for a while but the, the real growth was was more recent what is it do you think that's driving the consumer so rapidly to change their their habits i think that the consumer, and this is very important as better better access to information so the consumer is starting to understand what is the impact of our behavior in terms of shopping, in terms of use of fast fashion, thanks to social media and the easiest access to good quality information. Uh, the consumers are becoming more aware of what they have to change. They know that they have to do something because what they are doing is is bringing to really a big damage also for our environment. And I think another important factor that I always try to share with our community as a fashion lover, as I am, I think that we also have to find again that, you know, the beauty of fashion. Fashion is a form of art and it's something that 
help us to express ourselves. So we have to believe also in what we wear. That's the reason why I collaborate uh, and we share my back. We collaborate with a big organization like Fashion Revolution, with United Nations, because we want to be part of that uh, actors in the market that help the consumers to be more aware of the impact of fast fashion. Yeah, that's, that's great. I think the, the transparency of information is obviously a big factor and it's, it's a driver for a lot of new startup innovations, disruptions. And it really kind of opens up the door, which previously wasn't so easy to get through. Um, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing with the United Nations. Yeah, I'm an official brand ambassador for the United Nations Environment Program. And Sherman Bag was selected as one of the future companies that will support a change in the sustainable fashion process. There are many realities, as I was saying before, that work to have a more sustainable production. But of course, uh, there is also the problem of how we manage the products that are already out in the market. So with the founder of Bestiar Collective, we are in this uh, very um, you know, interesting table of experts of the market from all over the world. And we work together during the year to bring our knowledge together to see what we can do to improve the process for sustainable fashion. But we have to ask also to the institutions because this is another very important point in sustainable fashion. Sometimes I think you heard about the problem of greenwashing. There are big brands that use the word sustainable in yeah. a wrong way. So yeah. we have to do something and we need also the support of institutions. Great, so that's, that's fantastic. So you're tackling it from both angles, both from the, yeah. the business <laughs> model, but also the institutional, because at the end of the day, you need government help to make things happen as well. So, yeah. so where, you know, you touched on it with the big, retailers are big brands they are doing things around sustainability but perhaps not in the space where you are where do you see the main challenges for big brands as they try and tackle this i think the the main challenge for them is to be flexible and it, this is very difficult for especially the main fashion brands in the industry, the most important ones, because of course they are big companies and all the big companies are less flexible in every change process that the market has them. So first of all, their big challenge is to be flexible and also they have to integrate in their company culture a new approach uh, that is focused on sustainable fashion. Because today it's uh, an added value. Tomorrow, in five years, it must be the normal. So yeah. you have to show that you do something sustainable in your company, for your production, for the products you put in the market. Of course, it's not something you can do from a day to another. It's a process. It's a pretty complex process. But the main challenge for them, I think, will be to integrate this process in all the phase of the, of the production and also of the company culture. Do you think the production part is easier or, or the actual supply and, and sort of consumer distribution pieces is easier? I think mm, there's, not, there's nothing easy at the moment, yeah. to be honest. And uh, the brands have to be aware of this. It means that they will need to give more, put more effort in what they try to do. No? So um, I think the first point is awareness, a real awareness. So not using sustainability as a marketing instrument, but be aware that is something that really 
has to be integrated in their companies. And this is the reason why we are involving uh, also fashion brands at Shermebeg. We spoke with the most important one and they are really enthusiastic about the project we can do together. We, we want to offer them the chance to rent unsold products through our platform. Okay. Because especially in the luxury business, the fashion brands have the problem of how to manage the products that are unsold through the standard channels. Yeah. Think about also, you know, the last thing you can do is to sell that product through the outlets. So discount, let's say 50%. But if you are, if you are a luxury brand, you can't go so much lower than 50% because of a problem of brand image. So they used to destroy, no, I don't yeah. say not all the brand, I don't want to say all the brand, but many of them, they used to destroy these unsold products. But of course, and the governments are doing some new regulations, so this will not be possible anymore, it makes sense. So they face this big problem of what do I do with the products I haven't sold that are a cost for the company? So we offered them the chance to rent them to our platform where we will build online boutique for them, branded, uh, um, personalized, the way they prefer inside our platform. And we think this is a big opportunity for them to enter a new sustainable approach in terms of what they do with their already produced product and also a big opportunity for our users that can both rent their own clothes but also access the most beautiful dresses accessories from the fashion industry so i think that makes a lot of sense and and i know from my previous experience as well that some brands do what used to destroy product which is is hugely wasteful but you've touched more upon the kind of premium or luxury end of the market how do you see it happening further down in terms of more the fast the fast fashion, the lowest price points of business? Uh, the fast fashion, I think that for them, it's, I would say, impossible to be sustainable because their business model created an unsustainable fashion. So every time I hear H&M in particular, they are very active yeah. in the organizations for sustainable fashion. When I hear them saying, yeah, this year we have been more sustainable because we use less plastic, I think it's not fair. I think they shouldn't access these uh, projects for sustainable, official projects for sustainable fashion because their business model is not sustainable at all. So they should change their essence, I'd say, to be more sustainable. For sure, they are trying to produce less, but you know, it's not just something you can change uh, in terms of quantity. Their problem is also on the quality of the workers, of the work condition they offer to their workers that are mostly in the um, not developed countries. And yeah. of course, you know, we have to wonder if I pay this t-shirt, uh, like if it's so cheap, who is paying behind it? So there is someone who is paying with its own work and work condition the materials the company used that are not natural or, you know, so it's very hard for, I mean, for fast fashion companies. It's definitely a very long road because yeah. ultimately the consumer will decide, yeah? And whilst there is... It's already deciding. Whilst there is still demand at that lower price point, whether it be in, you know, in Europe or whether it be in, in more developing countries, there will be producers in, in that area. But yeah, I think you, you highlight very well that sustainability means quite different things to different companies. And, and there's a danger of it being banded around too much without real 
substance behind it, I guess, that could become a, a negative or, or, as you said, it's kind of greenwashing. Yeah. 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 We um, can't allow this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, so where do you see uh, Share My Bag going next? Where, how, how are you going to develop uh, further? Yeah, we have so much going on. Um, we are in a um, in a phase where we are working in new projects, both with brands, as I told you, but also in terms of technology. Uh, so we are um, we opened our first round of investment that uh, will be used to also increase our technology. We are working for some blockchain integration in our platform for the mobile app development that will be super useful for our users. And what I see for Share My Bag I, that has always been my vision is not just a service, a website or a mobile app, but really a new approach to fashion. So uh, we don't wanna say you, are, you don't have to buy anything, you just need to rent. We don't wanna say this, but we are saying buy less, rent more and be more aware of what you buy, what you need to buy. So before buying something, wonder, okay, do I really need to buy this? Uh, and also who produced this? which are the values behind that brand. And for the products you don't need to buy, you have to rent and to share to be more circular. And for all the women that have a lot of things inside their wardrobes, they have the opportunity to create more value from what they already own. I think it's a big opportunity from all the points of view. So are, are most of the people using the platform, are they more at the sort of millennial, Gen Z, kind of uh, age groups or, or have you exactly. managed to get further up in terms of, you know, 35, 45? No, it's more the, the generation you just mentioned exactly. Right. It changes a lot in terms of who is the owner of the products that, that maybe is more around 30, 35, because of course they are women that, uh, you know, they already work for many years. So they have right. the chance to, to, to buy that designer bag. Yeah. yeah, and the Gen Z maybe is more presents more the people that want to rent, so they don't care about buying or owning that a designer bag, they just want to experience that bag, so they will rent it for for that week, that month. Okay, and, and markets wise, where where are you focused? So since we are uh, young and still small, we decided to start focusing on the New York and the Italian market to just, you know, to start, but we want to be global, really the Airbnb of fashion. So we are looking for investors also for this reason to have the capability to invest in promotion and marketing. And the next market will be for sure London, uh, that is already very active uh, in the sustainable fashion topics. And uh, in the US, we have uh, a lot of cities that are very interesting in California. And then we will focus also in the UAE, especially in cities like Dubai, that have a lot of, a lot of expats that they don't want to own too many things uh, in their wardrobes because of course they will, you know, live there yeah. just few years. So it's the right approach that also we need. First of all, sustainability. Second, the awareness of, you know, I don't need to own something, I can rent it. Right. What um, slightly different topic, but what other companies at the moment within the sustainability startup kind of uh, universe, uh, what else should we look out for? Have you seen any that are doing particularly interesting things? Yeah, actually there are really um, 
new companies coming out every day. I'm so I'm so glad about these. I love Renoon, for example. Uh, yep, we uh, had Iris on our podcast uh, a while back. I, so. uh, yeah, I saw that you already spoke with yes. her. There is fashion revolution that is not so small and young. It's not a startup, but sometimes it's not very known. So yeah. I invite all of you to visit their website and they are worldwide. Uh, so I think it's important also to be part of the same groups, uh, to share knowledge and to work together because sustainable fashion will be a long process. But if you if you work together and we collaborate, we really can have okay. a stronger result. No, I mean, I think it's it's definitely you have to get on board with it. It's here to stay. I mean, we're, we're trying to, Stami, we're trying to do our own little bit here for for sustainability as well, where, you know, obviously our, our partners that use the virtual fitting room reduce the number of returns they have, obviously taking down that, that carbon footprint. So I think it can also it's contribute in terms of that final, that last mile, where there's a lot of product going back and forth and then frankly being thrown away as well. Um, yeah, the impact of logistics is, is really bad in, in fashion. And I, I really love what you do with your company because I'm sure that it will be a big help to reduce the impact of logistics and of returns. And I think it's, uh, you know, we have to bring also the online uh, experience of uh, trying that dress. And I think it's very interesting. We yeah, I, I think so. I think, I mean, no consumer wants to be returning product. No one wants to be buying yeah. two or three sizes. It's just because in the past, they've just not had the, the right information and the right you know access to that experience that they just didn't know so and then of course the industry offers free returns and then you have a problem so yeah that's absolutely we're trying to tackle and uh, i'd love to integrate it also in sherman bag one day when we will so be I, I look forward to that in the future so let, yeah. let's do that um and then we can come back and have another podcast and talk about how the partnership is working yeah yeah totally of course Take we are always as startups we always are in progress no every day we are exactly. about exactly. new things to bring to our business so exactly so that, that that's great um that's been really interesting for you to share that i think right. there's there's a lot of points in there. If, if we were, someone was starting off on the sustainability drive, I think there's a lot of learnings here from Share My Bag. And the rental market is definitely going to get bigger and bigger. That transparency of data is really important. And I think let's not underestimate how demanding the consumer will be in the future because they're changing very fast and they're, they're just not going to accept some of the practices that go on today. So I'm totally with you and best of luck with it. I'm sure it will be fantastically well. Thank you so much. Thank you again for inviting me. I, I really think it's so important to talk about these topics. So whenever you want, <laughs> I'm right. available. And if Thank anyone you. wants to look for, for Sylvia, obviously you can find her on LinkedIn and, and you can find her yeah. by Share yeah. My Bag. And so. I invite you, everyone to uh, visit our website, isharemybag.com. And if you want to join our community, it can be a nice experience to be more sustainable. Excellent. And she's got a big Instagram following there as well. So, yeah. Okay. Thank nice you so much. You. Thank you, everyone. Thank Bye. You. Thank you for listening to Talking Retail. Stay tuned for more episodes.